we find many things that are unique to Yom Kippur, which is what we talk about in the Parsha. I want to highlight two and give a very interesting concept with regards to Yom Kippur. So yesterday we discussed the Ketoyeras. There's an interesting detail in the way the Ketoyeras was done, which was so crucial to the point that we learned out from the Pasuk that if this did not happen, the Koyen Gadol would be Chayev Misa. The Torah says, V'lo Yomas about it. That if he does it, he should do it in V'lo Yomas and he won't die. Um, what is it? It's about, it's about the Torah, when he would light the, the spices, the incense, and um, inside the Koyedosh HaKadoshim, inside the, the holiest place that he would go once a year, the Torah says about it that it needs to cover the entire space of the Koyedosh HaKadoshim, covering the whole cover of the of the Aron Kodesh of the Kapardis, and the Chachamim learned that he needed to not just light the Ketoyeres, but he needed to make sure that it was Mila Asham. He needed to make sure that smoke would arise from it, um, a steam, a smoke would arise from it, and cover the Kapardis, cover the covering of the Aron Kodesh. And if it did not give this this uh, smoke, if the smoke did not arise. He is, so to speak, Chayav Misa, B'day Shemayim. It would be, because the Torah says about it, V'chisa Anana, Ketoris HaKapoyeras, V'loyomus. And the truth is, it, it was really something which was necessary the entire year. Every time they did Ketoris, which was usually done outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, but it was usually done, in, usually done in the Kodesh, it also needed to be Maila Oshan. It also needed to um, uh, rise in smoke. The smoke needed to rise. Um, but, it wasn't as crucial to the point that if it doesn't happen, Voloyamus, that it that it results in the Kayangadu being Chayiv Misa. It was something unique that we find with regards to Yom Kippur. And the question is why? What is it relevant? What does it have to do with Yom Kippur? Why is it so important? What's so you is special about this? It uh, the smoke rising. And um, I want to highlight another um, interesting detail with Yom Kippur, which will help us uh, get some perspective. And what was so unique about Yom Kippur? Um, another unique detail that we find is the Kayan Gadol would wear special clothing when he did his service in the Beis HaMikdash. The Kayan Gadol would wear different clothing than the regular Kayan. Um, the number of clothing were different, the actual clothing was different. The Kayan, typical Kayan would wear four pieces of clothing, and the Kayan Gadol would have eight pieces of clothing. And these eight pieces of clothing included unique um, garments such as the Chayshe and the breastplate, um, the special hat the Kohen Gadol wore, the, the, the tits, the, the, for, the, the forehead, the headband. Um, there, were, there were several unique garments that the Kohen Gadol wore. This was all year round. But there was something unique about Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol would wear white clothing. The Torah tells us the Kohen Gadol would wear the big day love on the white clothing. The reason for the white clothing was in order, the Ein Kategar Nasa Senegar, because the gold would remind of the, the golden calf. So the, the, the Koyim was coming to, to atone and forgive, um, uh, seek forgiveness for the Jewish people for the sin of the golden calf. And therefore, he could not wear the gold clothing while asking for that forgiveness because the gold is like the prosecutor. The gold is the reason why he's asking for forgiveness. So he needed to wear white in order to ask for forgiveness for the gold, for the sin that was done with the gold. That's the basic simple reason. But there was something unique about this white clothing that he wore in Yom Kippur. But the Torah, the Torah says that the Kohen would take off the clothing when he finished. He would place them there. 
And the Chachamim learn out from this Pasuk that the Kohen Gadol would use these white clothing and following, um, when he finished his Avoidah, when he finished the work of the day on Yom Kippur, he would leave them there. Meaning the Kohen would never use this pair of clothing again. He would never use this white pair of clothing again. The following year, Yom Kippur, even if it was the same Kohen Gadol, same size, he didn't gain weight, he didn't get, get skinnier, or they didn't bring the, cl- the clothing. Good morning. They didn't bring the clothing to, um, to a tailor to, to refit his size. He would leave the clothing and would, it would be a tzarek geniza. It would need to be put away like Seamus. It would need to be put away um, in a respectable way. And he wouldn't use them again. Then following year would be brand new white clothing. And it's odd. I mean, you think about the kind of wore the same gold clothing every day. I mean, eventually, maybe they wore out and you had to get new ones. Or the size may have changed. But you wore the same gold clothing every day. Comes in Kippur. You have one pair of clothing that's different than the rest of the year. White. I mean, how, how much... I mean, it was, a, it was a long process of work during the day. It wasn't easy. You know, it was very hard on the Kohen Gadol, the work that he did the day of Yom Kippur. Um, uh, he would rush from one thing to the next. I mean, I'm sure he sweated it, but they could put it, bring it to the dry cleaners. It was something that can easily be cleaned and be stored for the following year. It was used one day. What was so important that the clothing needed to be complete, put away and brand new clothing, white clothing needed to be used for the, for the, for the coming year. So there's many other details, but th- these two details people lead us... Right. What? People don't wear new shirts white. You know what I mean? People, you get married, you don't wear a new shirt or a new shirt? You wear a new shirt. You get married a second time. So. <laughs> you get married once. People don't wear a t-shirt more than once. But uh, people have a nice shirt, they wear it to a dinner. They don't buy a new shirt for the next dinner, they'll, they'll, they'll clean it. They'll iron it, they'll do something to use it for the next dinner. So, also the big day love maybe, so maybe for the second time you don't yeah. have yeah. yeah. yeah, to pay Yeah. Yeah, they're putting hundreds of thousands of bucks into it. It was very, it wasn't, it wasn't simple. They yeah. didn't cash at all. They didn't have to pay for it himself. Well, he wasn't lacking cash. You got the money. You know what I mean? So we see, so we see something unique here, and what, what is it? What is it pointing to? What is it telling us about Yom Kippur? What it tells us about Yom Kippur is that Yom Kippur was unique, different than the rest of the year. We know the whole year there's a mitzvah of tshuva. The whole year there's a mitzvah that a person needs to work on themselves and coming closer to God, um, uh, changing their ways. Um, always, always learn, uh, striving to become better and to, and to leave their previous place where they are and grow higher. That we're constantly moving. We say the difference between an angel and a human is based on uh, a pasuk in Yechezkel, I think, where it says, that the difference, Kabbalah and Chassidus explains the difference between a human and an angel is that an hu- uh, angel is always standing. A human is always going. Meaning an angel doesn't have the ability to reach for a higher place than he already is. The angel is created to do a specific thing, and that's what, that's what they do. Um, a human being is capable of moving. Meaning if a human being staying stationary in one place, he's not living up to his potential. A human being has the ability to constantly be growing, constantly be moving, um, to never look at yesterday the same as today. Today should look better, different, he should become new today. And this is in general the process of, of life, that we always have the ability to grow and become different and better. Today never has to have the same expectations as yesterday. And this is true all year round. Yom Kippur was unique. Yom Kippur, 
um, get, there was a special energy um, that the tshuva, that the work of Yom Kippur should, ha- should have an extra boost different than the rest of the year. That even if the rest of the year a person would find it difficult to have, go through a complete transformation, we all know they're always trying to become better, but there's, there's select times where we have this extra boost and push and ability to go through a complete change, a complete transformation, to literally become a different person. And that was Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur was that day where we dress in white, we fast, we don't fast um, in a way of, of uh, um, because of something negative. On the contrary, we fast because we, we're pure. We, we want to be um, clean, clean slate. That Yom Kippur is the day where we have the ability to, to go through a complete transformation, to become a different person. Now this, this answers very simply why the Kayan Gadol couldn't wear the same clothing from year to year. right? Because the Kayan Gadol was the one representing the Jewish people. And he was representing this change, this transformation. He went into the Kaidash HaKadoshim, to the holiest place, the one time a year, to ask God to give the ability for the Jewish people to start fresh, to be new people. And that's what real tshuva is. Real tshuva is when a person leaves the place where he was before and, and, does it and, and, and becomes a different person. I think the Rambam writes that uh, the way a person knows that he accomplishes tshuva, if, if, if he's put in the same situation... That he was, um, that he was before, and doesn't stumble, doesn't fall, um, then he knows that he that he reached change. Um, meaning, real change is when you be, you, you feel you become a, you become a different person. You've re- reached real change in your life. And this is what was meant to be accomplished on Yom Kippur. This is the special ability that Hashem gave on Yom Kippur. And this is why the clothing needed to be different. All, every from day to day, the clothing could have looked the same, and they did. It was the same gold clothing every day. But Yom Kippur, you couldn't use the same white clothing from the year before. Because on Yom Kippur, the, Hashem gave the ability and wanted that the people should become completely different. <coughs> look new and fresh in a way that they did not look the previous Yom Kippur. And in a way that they won't look the coming Yom Kippur. They should become a new person. Become, a, become a, um, a brand new, fresh. And this also explains the way the Ketaris, how it was done different from the whole year round. It needed to be Mila Ashan, it needed to, that it was so crucial for, for the smoke to arise. Um, and because on Yom Kippur, the energy of Yom Kippur, it, it was crucial for it to be in a way that it was completely transformational. That uh, it, it gets a little deeper, where the idea of the, um, of the smoke arising in the, in the incense and in the spices, it brought out a good smell. It brought out a good smell, the good smell of the spices. Right? Some people believe that these spices contained the substances that, ca- that allowed them to soar high. And, um, and this, uh, so, so it need, this, the smell needed to come out. If the rest of the year, if the, if the smoke didn't arise on a regular day of Ketaris, meaning that the smell did, wasn't, it wasn't so potent, didn't come out as strong, it wouldn't be such a big deal. It was, it was meant to happen, but not to the point that it would be high of Misa if it didn't happen. On Yom Kippur, it was important that the good smell come out. Because the same idea, on Yom Kippur, it was important that there would be this positive transformation. That Yom Kippur had this ability that there should be zero negativity left. That the negativity should be completely non-existent. To the point where only the good emerges. Only the good smell would emerge, and the good smell would be, is felt. It was important that it be felt. And if it's not felt, you miss the whole point of Yom Kippur. If every day, one day it happened, one day it didn't, it wouldn't be as, as much of a 
uh, it wouldn't uh, be as much of a problem. But on Yom Kippur, it was crucial that when they did the spices, which that was the, the act that he did in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, this, the good smell should, should emerge, and the, meaning the positivity should emerge, because the whole point was to be transformed and become a new and different person. So although today is not Yom Kippur, but we live with the, the time of the week, we live with the Parsha, and the messages of the Parsha this week is giving us that energy as we live with the Parsha. To, to remind ourselves that yes, even if we don't experience real transformation every day, um, and uh, it's normal not to, but it's, uh, it's important if you, didn't do in the, if you didn't feel it on Yom Kippur, you can feel it this week. That, uh, that we need to go through some, some real transformation where the clothing from the previous year are not the clothing from this year or from the coming year. And to experience complete newness and fresh and we have the ability to, and uh, Hashem gives us the boost to. So, uh, L'chaim. L'chaim. So, we experience new. On Sunday, we'll see you in a brand new suit. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, smoking some good malash. <laughs>